Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Chapter 1. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ to further the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness in the hope of eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised before the beginning of time and which now his appointed season he has brought to light through the preaching entrusted to me by the command of God our Saviour. To Titus, my true son, in our common faith, grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Saviour. The reason I left you in Crete was that you might put in order what was left unfinished and appoint elders in every town, as I directed you. An elder must be blameless, faithful to his wife, a man whose children believe and are not open to the charge of being wild and disobedient. Since an overseer manages God's household, he must be blameless, not overbearing, not quick-tempered, not given to drunkenness, not violent, not pursuing dishonest gain. Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who is self-controlled, upright, holy and disciplined. He must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. For there are many rebellious people full of meaningless talk and deception, especially those of the circumcision group. They must be silenced because they are disrupting whole households by teaching things they ought not to teach, and that for the sake of dishonest gain. One of Crete's own prophets has said, Cretans are always liars, evil brutes, lazy, gluttons. This saying is true. Therefore rebuke them sharply so that they will be sound in the faith and will pay no attention to Jewish myths or the merely human commands of those who reject the truth. To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are corrupted and do not believe, nothing is pure. In fact, both their minds and consciences are corrupted. They claim to know God, but by their actions they deny him. They are detestable, disobedient and unfit for doing anything good. The purpose of this epistle could be summed up with the old vineyard phrase, people do people stuff. Although Paul's summary of the Cretans is so harsh it makes you weep with joy that he never wrote your school report, he is just stating the Bible's opinion on people. Our minds and consciences are corrupted. People are mere talkers and deceivers. People ruin whole households by teaching things they ought not to teach. People claim to know God, but by their actions they deny him. But, and this bit is crucial, God loves them and he wants to see them saved and change. So people need pastoring. People need leading to help them stop doing people stuff and start doing the good stuff of the kingdom. This is where teaching comes in. A lot of pastoring is about good listening. Even Paul quoting a Cretan poet shows his relentless desire to hear and understand those around him. Become a great listener. But good pastoring must go a lot further than just listening. Too often I come across small group leaders who hear people say stupid things and just smile and bite their tongue. Too often I've done that. Being self-controlled and hospitable are invaluable things, but biting tongues does not stop people doing people's stuff. The inconvenient truth is people need rebukes. 
The corruption in our minds, the deceptiveness of sin, is so strong that sharp rebukes are often needed. These aren't too much fun. But not to use them is like a gardener looking at some brambles and hoping they will just go away. And so at times we must rebuke people in a way that they know they're being rebuked. A good rebuke is very clear and focused on a belief or behaviour that is manifestly wrong. A good rebuke lays a very clear path towards purity. And a good rebuke is done in a context of grace and peace. In your life, you will have seen hundreds of people do stuff that is not good. If we're called by God to lead, we must be ready to speak up, to steer people towards the things that are good. Question for reflection. Jesus spent a lot of time rebuking people. When the time comes for you to rebuke someone, how can you ensure you do it like Jesus did? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.